He started as a child by playing with a toy drum, has created his own musical instruments, was inspired by George Benson, Stevie Wonder, and Pat Metheny, and in our interview admits that when he performs on stage, his mind is in another world. Guitarist Adele Juini is an experienced and renowned star on the Montreal jazz scene. In this episode of Easy Jazz Spotlight, guest host Stefan Zakowski talks with Adele about the pressures and joys of performing live on stage, how Adele creates his incredible music, and his determination to succeed. Here is Stefan. I have with me today Adele Juini, an extremely talented Tunisian jazz guitarist, composer, songwriter, and teacher now living in Montreal, Canada. Welcome, Adele. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, I'm really happy. Uh, uh, thank you for having me uh, in this uh, interview about, you know, the uh, Jazz FM, uh, the Easy Jazz FM. <laughs> Well, it's absolutely my pleasure. Um, my first foray into jazz guitar music started in 1979 with American Garage uh, by Pat Metheny Group. And I'm listening to your music brought me back to that level of excitement for the music. Uh, you have a natural, organic style that draws the listener in and makes you feel connected and comfortable. Um, Kit, what was your introduction to, to the music? Yes, it, it, it began, you know, really uh, very naturally because, you know, I had an early influence and taste for, for music, actually, being born in a family of musicians, you know, in Tunisia. Uh, my father was a, really, a renowned um, uh, musician and composer, singer. He was, he was known all over the, the Oriental and Arab world uh, about his compositions and things like that. He's been, he's been sung by... Um, hundreds of uh, singers and, you know, uh, and since I was at an early age, you know, since uh, I started to, 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 to get my awakening to music and um, I, I saw around me a lot of things happening, you know, I couldn't really avoid uh, thinking about being like them, you know, musicians. Right. I'm talking about my brothers and my father. My father later, you know, um, the connection with my father came later. Actually, the first were my brother and their friends because they were having uh, friends coming to our house and and uh, they shared dinner and music and all of those things. And so I I kind of uh, um, delved into that atmosphere since I was uh, maybe eight years eight years old or something. You know, I uh, I didn't realize uh, the proportion of uh, of the things that were were about to come, but because I didn't have uh, an entire consciousness about what was uh, uh, coming on, you know. Uh, right. But that, I think it, the birth of my uh, of my uh, musician uh, uh, word, the word of musicianship and things, and, the, and all the concepts have, have started there, just from the, this beginning, you know. Very, very. It's an education. I can say it's. It's quite an education, you know. 
Well, I remember you you told me earlier when we were speaking about uh, how your brother, your older brother, went off to England and you found his collection of music. Exactly. And that was a real uh, stirring or change point for you because of the kind of music that it was, that it wasn't something that was normally around and, and it got you excited. Tell me a little more about that. Exactly, yeah. My elder brother, uh, Fred, uh, was, uh, was um, you know, the, the, the band leader of that group in Tunisia and uh, he he just was uh, you know uh, n- not that mentor but he was not a mentor but he was uh, you know he was helping me a lot about you know writing lyrics for me because I needed some help at a certain uh, point of time in my life and uh, I went many times to to visit him in in England and um, he just showed me around you know a lot of lot of things and he he, ma- he made me discover a lot of uh, great albums and records uh, the, the one i remember remember exactly was uh, uh an album of eumir deodato i i don't i don't know if you if you know that musician from brazil mm-hmm. he lived in new york and uh, and the album was very together very together was an album that really um, gave me that uh, triggered triggered in me that that kind of uh, uh, soul funk uh, kind of uh, uh, imagination, you know, and and I love that album. He, he's been playing that album so many times, and I told him, "I can I have a copy of this album or something?" You know, and I brought him brought it back, and I, later I bought it in Tunisia. I, I found it in a store, you know, like a secondhand record. I just <laughs> got it, you know, because I remember all, all, everything was tied in my. In my brain, with those those moments of discovery, discovering great music, and you know, he was a keyboard player actually. Elmir Deodato was a keyboard player. Right. He was a composer actually. He just uh, yeah, those one thing, those were the things that that really impacted me when I was very young and didn't have uh, that much of an experience as, you know, uh, I didn't even think about uh, maybe yes, I, I, I was thinking of uh, that great desire of being a musician, you know. Uh, but how do I come to this 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 uh, stage of being a musician? So that's the you know the the story is has to 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 begin and to to unfold in right. in years you know and so. <laughs> well, I have to say, listening to your music, I, I I definitely have to say that your your talent is extraordinary. You're a phenomenal you. guitarist. But so in much. our conversation yeah. previously, you said you played other instruments. And have you thought of producing something with playing, say, your first love, which is drums or or the bass or another instrument? Have you thought about putting uh, production together, doing something like that as opposed to guitar? Uh, Stefan, I would say that uh, you're, you're, you have a great question because uh, I needed I needed to to play different instruments. And, and I started at, at an early age with with the drums, as I, as I told you. I began. Uh, I thought. I thought. I was. I was going to 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 be directed only into that first love of that first instrument, which was drumming drums. You know, because I I just uh, uh, tripped over uh, a snare drum, in, in in my in our house. You know, and and my brother left. You know, left them in in uh, in somewhere. You know, so I just was pulling out all all those things and trying to experiment. So that was my thing. You know, that was the the thing. You know, my father just bought me a, a toy drum. You know, from Italy. He went there, so he brought me a red. I remember that red drum. You know, it was a toy. But I started with that with that drum. You know, it was a toy drum. But I started. I was just uh, something like uh, eleven years, twelve years old. So that was uh, something great for me. You know, because I, I had to begin with that, and I just. Uh, 
um, uh, constructed just a few things because it was just a toy, you know. Uh, I didn't have a high hat, so I just uh, got, got out a, a tin can, you know, kind of box, you know, just to make symbols. And and I, yeah, I, I had to, to to fabricate something to to make it look as as a true drum. And I, I just had a um, a stand in which I put a, a stick on it and just get those uh, those cutout boxes, metal boxes, so to make two symbols to make it hard, to make it uh, like. Uh, I had and right. so I had my hat, you know, <laughs> uh, just to kick one, one, uh, one tom and one symbol or just a snare, and and that was great. And I remember uh, playing nonstop uh, uh, the Harvey Mason kind of solo drum on on Broadway uh, because I I bought that record, you know, when I when I came out of school one day and I passing passing by, you know, dropping by the our, our record shop and. Uh, in Tunis uh, town downtown and and I discovered that live uh, live record of George Benson you know that really hit me like like never before and uh, I was on drum at that time you know I heard Harry Mason doing that uh, that kind of uh, great uh, great solo you know I just picked out that solo and I was I was playing with with <laughs> <laughs> I remember all those those things because I was rehearsing with with the same, with the Harvey Mason drumming and <laughs> I remember exactly yeah those uh, those hits exact hits and and uh, th th this is part of my uh, my construction my education because I I learned a lot through through the records and and uh, I was listening a lot I think one of your questions is going to be about how. Do, do I prefer listening or playing? I, I think one is. is gone. <laughs> I was just. I was just about to ask you. You're, you're not allowed to jump ahead here. Adele, <laughs> but I was going to ask you that it sounds like you have this real focus for playing. You pick up an instrument, even create your own instruments. And have you always had a desire to play since the beginning of your your musical introduction, or? Are there moments where you just want to sit and lose yourself mm. in the music, just listen to the mm. music and and not have the desire to jump in and, and be a part of it, but to be a part from the from the ethereal, from the, the sound perspective, as in lose yourself and let yourself be part of that music. So is that true for you? Yeah, both of them are, are true, uh, to tell the truth, um, uh, Stefan. Um, um, listening to music was was a kind of, uh, you know, an escapade for me. It's It's a beautiful escapade. Uh, it's something. It's, it was a discovery. It was something that I could uh, learn from, you know, you know mm -hmm. that uh, because discovering great albums at that time, you know, it was uh, something uh, extremely important for me uh, because I heard many stars and I was uh, almost uh, uh, had leaning on 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 that type of uh, jazz thing. Mm -hmm. It was listening to. To those things, you know, like Diodato, George Branson, Harvey Mason, and uh, Stevie Wonder, songs of the, songs in the key of life was my was one of the double double record uh, that that really was that, that really did did matter in my life because I've learned some so many great songs and I tried to play them, trying to take them off by by ear, you know, yep. uh, when playing guitar and things like that, you know, very complicated songs, you know, although there there were pop songs, but the pop jazz songs, Stevie Wonder was a great, he's a great uh, musician and, and composer and, and singer and he has everything. So uh, you could learn from this, this man, 
Mr. Right. Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. So it, it, Stevie Wonder was one of my biggest influence, you know? Really? Uh, I, I remember that I shared that with my bro other brothers because my other brothers were, were also listening to Stevie Wonder. So, okay. <laughs> but Songs in the Key of Life was one of my, uh, what was the departing point uh, of my discoveries, you know, like uh, Weekend in LA, Songs in the Key of Life, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, mm -hmm. uh, the live album. I don't remember exactly. It was one live album of Marvin Gaye. Mm -hmm. uh, those were the uh, the first album that I, I could listen to and I lose myself, as you say, because I was discovering and wanting to be part of it, you know, right. uh, in some way. Okay. So that really triggered in me the, 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 the great desire of playing an, playing an instrument, playing drums, bass, and then arrived uh, my... Uh, the love of my life, you know, the guitar was something that really uh, blew my mind completely. When I heard, uh, when I started giving a closer ear to George Benson's soloing and things like that, because I discovered guitar playing, and it was awesome guitar playing, because if you listen to, to Weekend in LA, there's a lot of um, improvis improvisational skills and, um, and talent and, and great, uh, great... Um, uh, great uh, expression, you know, great expression that I could learn a lot from George Benson. He was one of the, the, the guitars that really uh, opened my ear to that instrument and just playing and things like that. So, and then I, I had to to go a little further and listen to other guitar jazz guitarists, you know, like Tal Farlow, uh, Joe Pass, um, uh, Kenny Burrell. Um, all those great jazz guitarists, you know, Pat Metheny. Yes. Pat Metheny was uh, was kind of influential to me because he had had very modern sound in the eighties. And I, I remember 81, 82, I was listening to the White Album. You know, the Pat Metheny group with Dan, Danny Gottlieb and yeah. um, Lyle Mace. Yes. He, he passed away a couple of years ago, I think. It's, it's really sad. Uh, great musicians and great uh, great discovery for me yeah. because I was I was really um, it really blew my mind the way uh, uh, I remember face day face dance you know all those 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 tracks that really I wanted to to play you know I, I really took of them by ear you know just the harmonies and, um, and things like that so it was part of my education you know kind of. <laughs> So I, I have to I have to ask you because I have watched your videos playing and I will say that as I said at the at the intro that you do have a, a, a style that is similar enough to Pat Metheny to have stirred in me that sense of there's that music again. Um, but when I watch you playing, you look trance-like. You don't you don't appear to be m measuring the tempo. You don't appear to be listening to yourself play and following along in the beat as though you're remembering the song the way you want to play it. It's almost as if you have walked away. When you watch yourself playing, it's as though you have gone to another space, you've become um, more transcendent away from the playing. And it's, I'm watching uh, Adele Juini play the guitar, but when you see your face, your face is, is it, it's, it's as though you're having an experience and the playing part is just a very small aspect to the whole, uh, watching you watching you play. I would love to see you play live. Can you walk me through where you are in your mind when you play? Yes, it's uh, your, uh, what, you, what you translate here is, is really what, what really happens uh, that I, I, I can't really hold it back because that happens uh, uh, the minute I walk on, on the stage. Uh, yes, 
it has a lot of uh, connections there in my mind. You know, I, I'm just, uh, you know, very concentrated and uh, I want to, 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 to deliver a great performance actually. Uh, and I, I just uh, sense some, some, some nervous time, you know, I sense some nervous time actually, but then I just step, step off that, that, uh, that fear of, of going on stage because there's a fear for every musician, for every artist on stage. And I just uh, step off it and just uh, reach a kind of uh, second level of, uh, of um, where, where I reach tra- sort of transcendence. I know, I don't know exactly where I, I'm, I'm flying off, <laughs> but you know, I just take a flight. I just take a flight and I, I let myself go. And what is, what is great is that uh, uh, my friends, the musicians that are playing with me because we, we, we played together, we rehearsed a lot together, we understood ourselves. It, there was a, a, a chemistry that, that was born out of our, our interactions and um, I figuring out what, uh, what the, best, uh, the best production that we would give. You know, uh, they, they, they let me go and, and they just back me up. And that's great because they don't in, interrupt me because mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, yes, I feel like having uh, um, a, f- a very, a very high fly, a very high fly. You know, it's like a high fly. It's like it's like being it's like it's like getting high without without drugs. I mean, you know, in in some ways, I, I never exper- I never experienced drugs nor smoking nothing. Yes, I drink a little bit, and I'm not a big uh, I'm not an alcoholic person, mm-hmm. but I like having a, having a drink sometimes with friends and share it with my with my wife. And you know, uh, not every day, but that's that's good. But I mm-hmm. never experienced drugs, and I know from from experience that uh, so many so many musicians have experienced that that kind of thing, like Bob Marley or or even others. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe they were in a situation where they needed some some uh, some re- to relax their mind from uh, the big uh, the the big uh, abundance of, of, of things that they were thinking about the, the, the great pressure they were they were under mm-hmm. because awesome. because we're facing great pressure when when you're when you're going on stage you have to deliver great performance artistry um, uh, you, you have a responsibility I mean right. that's why you fear you you go wrong somewhere or it's just a matter of not you're not sure if the people there, the audience, because you're you're happy you have an audience there, but you're free to go wrong somewhere, someplace at at, at a certain uh, minute, you know, at right. the minute you. So you want to do do better, you want to do great great stuff, you know. That's the thing, you know. I think uh, most of the, the musicians are just uh, drinking drinking or or having drugs before they go on stage. But in my mind, yes, there is some kind of explosion in your minds. Okay. There is an explosive uh, thing that happens in your mind the minute that you, you step on, on stage and you have to deliver uh, great, great, um, great production, great, uh, great stage production. You know? Right. Right. So you would say then that your I won't I don't want you to take this as a negative. Your drug of choice is your music, <laughs> and possibly your guitar would be your drug of choice. Exactly, and which exactly. is your favorite? Is it acoustic or electric? Which is your favorite? So uh, to tell you the truth, uh, Stefan, I love both sounds. Each sound has its own specific um, uh, place. You see, uh, yes. I, I have a very uh, sensitive. Uh, 
the connection with the nylon string guitar, the acoustic guitar, because I, I really feel it, feel it really, because I play it very often, you know, even even um, along along the daytime, you know, and I pick up my guitar and I just play, I don't play electric often. Uh, I use, most of the time I use electric when, when I'm on stage, mm-hmm. but uh, it happened that, uh, and that was an accident. Some Sometime I, I just prepared myself to play uh, uh, certain songs with an electric uh, guitar, but I was, that day was an extremely hot day and um, uh, accidentally uh, my guitar just got, uh, you know, um, detuned, you know, it was uh, off tune. It was off tune and I had, the only choice that I had, I had two guitars and I had the nylon string guitar and I picked up my nylon string guitar and that was a blessing because I didn't, you know, uh, all the other things that I, 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 programmed in my head to play with, with electric guitar, I played them with the acoustic because I had a problem with my electric guitar. It was off tune and that was a blessing. The nice. thing that you, you don't <laughs> you don't schedule in your mind and happen and it's beautiful because it's it was a great sound and uh, uh, I only I, I only scheduled a couple of songs to play them with, with acoustic and it happened that all the concert was with acoustic. <laughs> I did. So, so it was, it was a special. It was a special event for the people that got to see your your yeah. your your exactly. playing at that evening because Absolutely. it's an acoustic event as opposed to half electric, half acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> but I love electric also. You know, I love when when I play jazz or jazz fusion or yep. uh, I, I need an electric with some some effect or some chorus and distortion. I like to play sure. distortion also. I like to play distortion with the with with the. With the with with some jazz concepts and you know it's it's more like uh, a fusion oriented you know kind right. of kind of playing, uh, not not rock metal or you know I'm not into <laughs> it I'm not a metal guitar player you know, uh, but I'm I like that distortion you know like distortion right. with with you know that's that's beautiful you know I, I love I love all the, the great sound, guitar sounds you know. Stefan, you know. So tell me about, I'm going to drag you back into your history again and get you to tell me about the first time you played in front of an audience, the very first time. What was the experience yeah. like? Absolutely. There was, there was, there was a very first time I played, but it wasn't under my, my real, um, uh, about, about my real production, me, uh, as, right. as, uh, uh, as an affirmation of, of what I what I worked so hard for for, for a couple of decades because right. it, it took me um, two decades to to get to the point where where I could say I'm a songwriter I'm a singer here here I am so right. I can can I pr- propose something I, I created for you so it it, it was not in in, in 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 days or weeks or or months it was mm-hmm. I could say at least two decades okay. that I worked this 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 desire of of becoming uh something someone uh i could uh, could offer the audience my 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 creation my my production right. the things that i loved uh my internal being you know mm-hmm. you, you know what i mean stefan it's it's yeah. very difficult to express because um uh, it's something that i experimented you know uh, like like in years you know in years uh, from from the seventies to the to the eighties, and I started de- I started demoing myself, you know, demoing my my concepts and music, and starting listening to what I what I could could produce if if it is if it is publishable or or or, 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 or trash if it's trash, so I throw it throw it throw it away. Right. Uh, so and I I didn't really um, 
I, I, it happened that I, I didn't like what I produced sometimes, you know, but that was was uh, cons- uh, 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 something like uh, um, an, uh, an endless uh, practice, an endless right. practice of of, of cre- creation and and trying to, to assess myself, you know, and trying to make myself, try, trying to, to, to bring some other people, my friends, my music, musician, my family. Right. Please listen and give me your, uh, and one of my brothers, uh, my, my, my two brothers really gave me their, their opinion at that time because they were, you know, they had, uh, they had, they had more, more exper- experience than me, you know, they, right. they just uh, led me to, you know, they said, that's great. That's, you need to do a lot more work on that, you know, and they, they gave me some, some, some of their opinions that, that really served me well at the time, you know? Right. But I thought from our previous conversation that your very first audience performance was when you went to visit your brother in Paris yes. and you went up on stage exactly, <laughs> and you played, but were there people there? Were you playing in front of an audience or had everybody laughed and, exactly. and you were just a mom exactly. stage? Yes. Uh, yes. My brother just invited me to, to, to take the sticks and, 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 um, and ride on his, uh, on his drum. And I played with his trio. So I started playing with, with all my heart and, <laughs> He said, I love you, my brother, I love you. And he just gave me, and people started, you know, uh, putting their hands together. And uh, I was like, you know, in, in, uh, in a fairy tale, you know? It was for me right. a fairy tale because, you know, I never experienced that, that, that feeling before. Although I, I, I was invited to a wedding uh, a few years before, you know, and I did that thing, you know, with, with some, uh, some a band, you know, that really invited me. Right. But... Uh, you know, as a teenager, as a, as a real um, teenager, you, you don't you don't know these kind of things. You play because somebody invited you, your brother, or the band leader, you know, some, and and you feel like you know your heart is open, and um, you feel like you you just uh, it, it's it's uplifting. It's, it's something that I, I can't express uh, enough. Uh, it's like just like it's an excitement that and, and uh, I, you can't describe. It's an excitement that you can't describe. And the the real the real performance that I actually want to want to talk about actually was me, you know. After after a decade of hard work and demoing and things like that, so that's what I want to take you, Stefan. Is is just uh, after an album called Colors of Life that I, I went to 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 the USA in nineteen ninety six, just to shop around my my tape, you know, five tape that I, I was just. Uh, uh, I just had uh, something like eight or nine tracks, you know, but they told me, no, they, they can't listen to eight tracks. You need four or five tracks. That's it. And I just prepared five tracks on a tape. And then uh, I, I, I went to San Francisco where my sister was, uh, was actually um, uh, living there, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I had a few contacts in L.A. I stayed a couple of weeks in, in San Francisco and then moved to L.A. To, to go to shop around my tape and see how, how things are just uh, happening there. And uh, that's that's where I discovered the the Kalimba record independent in label of of the great uh, Maurice White and yeah. and uh, Earth Wind and Fire. You know, yes. I found them on on a magazine. You know, because uh, that time, you know, I had the very uh, very um, I was a little bit um, uh, taken by surprise because um, I thought you you could you could really submit your, your songs to 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 major label. Now that that's not what how how it happened, right. <laughs> because there was a machine telling you we do not accept unsolicited material, and I said, "What? What am I going to do here?" And I, 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 I was not prepared for that you know, at all. So, yeah, uh, 
these are the things that really happen, you know, when, when you don't have any, any experience with the, with the industry. Right. You have to learn. You have to go, uh, you go forward and, and move on with, with these things. <laughs> right. And you've done, I mean, just the proliferation of your work, you've done, at least I think, personally, that you've done well. I'm hoping that the industry is taking notice as well. Yeah, so, so to keep you moving forward. In that process, though, do you prefer creation and working with your work or do you prefer performing your work which is which for you is is the leading edge of of how you do your work yes i would say, i would put it like that uh, creation is an intimate moment that is very important for for uh, for a creator a songwriter or right. composer you know as a, as a, i think uh, i think i am you know i think i am i i, I, I really uh, fought very hard to, to become uh, a songwriter, uh, a composer, you know, because uh, um, I had those images, those really great images of, of great talented musicians that, that were composers. And I wanted to be like that, you know, how could I project myself in the future to become that that kind? You need to do a lot of work. You need to do a lot of transcription. You, you need to learn. You need to listen yeah. a lot. So it took me quite a a very long time, you know, I say a couple of decades, but more than that, maybe, maybe three decades, maybe I could say. So creation is an intimate moment. And uh, I should say, it's the flow of imagination and emotion. We attempt to materialize, you know, Stefan, at that moment, you know, and uh, I've learned throughout the years to capture that moment, you know, that that first moment where, where there's this spark. I can identify that spark you know i learned to ad identify that spark so that's very it, it takes years to do that it takes years to do that i identify the first spark and i just grab it i just grab it and try to to give it shape you know to give it shape and try to you know to to give it shape and to give it birth so um it, it's an attempt to to materialize an idea you know First embryo, I say it's an initial embryo. When I get to that point of initial initial embryo, well, I, I I just if I like it, I keep I keep that embryo. So I I I, te I, I tend to de develop it. I develop it across uh, many many um, uh, constructions, and and uh, I try to pick up my guitar and just back myself up with some some chordal chordal thinking. Because uh, right. it takes some or orchestration to to improve that that embryo. So to improve that embryo, it takes uh, some orchestration. So my guitar is my orchestration because I play uh, I play progressions and I know every I know all the chords. I've learned I've learned the 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 the, the all the progressions. I know all the progressions. I know I know. Um, and I've learned through standards also because I've, I've, I've been learning through standards. I've played jazz standards like Cole Porter, Hamstein, uh, Richard Rogers. Yep. Uh, I, I could I could name Stella by Starlight, uh, uh, Footprints, Wayne Shorter. I, I went into Weather Report. I mean, I tried to, to 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 transcribe all those very complicated playing and composition. Right. So this brought me a lot of uh, a lot of materials and as. A, compositional skills you know in in right. terms of and i and i and i have them like 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 a bank of uh, of education mm -hmm. so i'm not i'm not i'm not copying but i'm i'm using that uh, knowledge that educational process that i went through uh 
at my own um, uh, for my own desire of creating something original because that's my my goal you know in life that was my goal in life Stephanie. yeah and it, it definitely comes across in your music there are you can hear the influences but you can tell that they're not a, a copied or a borrowed influence it's a, a stylized influence that that you've adapted uh through your own skills um do you have a favorite song that you've created something that is yours your your child from embryo that you would say this is my my favorite i know we don't like to say we have favorite children but yeah, in your yeah. case with the music your children do you have one do you have a favorite let, let, let me tell you something uh, uh, Stefan, that, that I, when uh, for the birth of my of my first child um, in two thousand and two, I, I wrote a song while he was in in his his mother belly. You know, I I had that uh, that inspiration. You know, to write a song for my my future boy, for my future son. Uh, I I called it Summer Boy, and I did a demo of that of that song. You know, actually, it's I have. I have a great uh, feeling about that song, and I, I, I like that song because th that it's a song that I uh, that I really express from the bottom of my heart, from from deep down inside. You, you understand, Stefan? Yeah. So, "Summer Boy" is one of the songs that I would. Uh, uh, I, I never, I never uh, finished. Uh, I never did a, a final recording of that song. I just have a demo, and uh, just to listen to to, to the, the to the rendition of because you know we need a demo. When we create a song, Stefan, we need the demo to, to look at it as uh, an object, as an external object, you know, materialized as an, it's not like, like you play a song and you write it down like this and you play it in your room with yourself uh, and, and the, only the walls are listening to you. So that's, you only hear the echo of, your, of yourself and your guitar, but you don't have, you don't see the object as getting materialized in front of you uh, as an object. And, and you need that. So the demo serves to be that kind of materialized object. So gotcha. that's why it's very important. And I think it's it's an it's a necessary uh, process. So okay. I did it, and I have very very uh, very great feeling about that song. You know, and I, I feel I, I would integrate it to 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 vocal album or something. You know, for uh, in in the next process of of, of my my next project you know that would be a vocal project and i'm, I'm just anticipating all, all those things you know <laughs> well, that is something i'm going to be asking but not, not, quite, not quite yet again you're jumping ahead here of the queue um i asked this of everyone and i'm going to ask you as well uh, what is the best advice you have ever been given given and who gave it to you uh, yeah uh, maybe there 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 is um um i would say um uh yes i'm the best advice i think i must love what i do and uh being faithful to what i do uh you know being faithful to 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 my to my to to, to my dreams to the thing that i've dreamed of and because they are with me now today and they they're just backing me up, you know. My dreams are backing me up because I believed in my dreams, and, and my dreams were very, very kind to me. It was never, never easy, to tell the truth, Stefan. Uh, but uh, I'm very grateful because, uh, yes, I tried to be um, 
very connected to to myself and and uh, faithful to to what I, I always love to to, to do, mm-hmm. you know, which is uh, being uh, a good musician and and great composer and all those dreams have happened because they were there from the very very first um, step of my life into the world of of music. So you've been true to your craft. You've been true to it's almost like your music is your faith and you've been true to your craft and not not stepped aside to let it because no. it got too hard. No. You're going to put it aside. No, you've worked through the hard Although parts, many, but... many things have come um, come across my way just to take me off off this track. Right. But I never let them do that because inside of me, I, I had this this belief, this uh, this. Uh, the credential of myself, you know, I because I, I have those credits inside of me telling me go forward. Don't okay. Listen to, to what people have to say to you and their opinions. But not all opinions are good for you because uh, you, you know best what what's inside of you. Your 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 your, your inner truth. Your right. inner truth. What what you are actually. What you what you are in, into the world also, you know, you discover that and you develop, you, you develop that, 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 that thing, you know, that's, that's a, a very long process of, 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 um, of your personality, your identity. And um, it's, it's growth. I imagine you'll probably be inundated with more and more of these challenges, but it sounds like you are going to be uh, an apostle to your musical faith. And that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, the other side of you, though, Adele, is that you are a teacher and you teach music. I imagine yeah. that it, is it guitar that you're teaching? Exactly. I, I'm teaching yep. guitar, yes, to, uh, to, to, to people, uh, to, to different ages, you know, of, of people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm in uh, actually uh, two schools, you know, and uh, I teach uh, young people to, right. to, to play guitar. To play so guitar. What, is, what is the most important lesson that you teach your students? Um, to be, uh, I mean, to be, um, to be patient and uh, to love the instrument. To love the instrument, I, I can show them uh, my passion for the instrument. And what I ask out of them is to let this passion, passion of music for music grow, grow inside of them. And I show them in, in my articulation, in, my, in the way I behave with them. Um, because I, because maybe, maybe I wouldn't be that mentor for them, but I, I try to act as a mentor. So I'm not just giving them the, the technical stuff that they should uh, rehearse at home and they should uh, do their homework. Right. Actually, they, yes, they, they should do that because to... Yes, to, to get better at playing uh, their guitar, they have to practice a lot, you know. And then I ask them, you know, I ask even their parents to, to give them a 15 minutes a day to practice. But that's not it, you know, that's not all. I, sh- I try to, to convey that passion I have for music into the young, the young generation, you know, the future generation of musicians. So. <laughs> So you are an apostle, you are a, an evangelist to the musical yeah, faith. I believe in that because I, I believe uh, so much in that. It's, uh, it's part of my life. It's my part of my being. It's something that I grew up with uh, from the very beginning, Stephanie. Um, so here's, here's the final. You've already jumped ahead on the, on, the, on the queue, but I'll give you the final. What is next for Adele Juini? What's What's coming down the pipe? Yes, 
So what is next for me, uh, Stefan, is uh, I'm, I'm actually driven for a vocal project, you know, uh, that consists of putting a good selection of of, uh, of great materials, you know. They are just, uh, you know, um, original songs and, uh, you know, and I'm actually um, collaborating. I wanted to collaborate with uh, with lyricists, you know, to give me help about uh, about uh, writing poems for me and and giving their uh, their um, uh, their you know their uh, their talent also you know because I wanted to to mix to mix talent in this album you know to mix a right. talent with the album I don't want to do it on my own you know I've been doing it a lot on my own because I didn't find the right people to work with actually in uh, in in years uh, in, in years so yes I had my brother in in England just just help me you know he sent me a lot of a lot of poems and things that I that I might use you know I. I I've chosen some of them, but now I'm I'm just uh, working with uh, with a lyricist from New Zealand, and it happens that he had uh, a lot of great materials, you know, as a, as a lyricist, and, um, and his poem writing is is, is quite is quite interesting, you know. It's quite and, I, and I'm just uh, compose, you know, I'm trying to to work songs with with his lyrics, you know. It happens that it fits perfectly well, you know, and I'm trying to arrange the, those things. And I'm, I'm on the demoing stage right now. It's not, it's not really final. It, it's going to take uh, months, maybe one year or, or more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I am eager. I am anticipating it because, as I said, I have listened to a number of your pieces. I've watched the videos. I would definitely like to see you live. So hopefully, that's coming up as well. You'll be doing some live performances because I would enjoy going to that. But for now, and now, we are here to listen to the musical stylings of Del Juini with Flying.
Okay, and I want to thank you, Adele. It has been a sincere pleasure speaking with you today. I look forward to hearing more from you, hopefully in the near future. Um, if we have to wait a year, we have to wait a year, and uh, I'm anticipating it's going to be phenomenal, like all the work that I've heard, heard from you. So thank you very much for thank speaking with us Thank you so much for today. having me, Stefan. I, I appreciate it a lot, and uh, uh, I'm really thankful. I'm really grateful uh, for for you will be interviewing me and and for the easy jazz fm also you know all my appreciation go to them to the to the, to the whole crew of, of the jet of easy jazz fm so thank you very much stefan thank you very much i'm thank very, you. very happy to 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 meet you and it's been my pleasure have a phenomenal i will let you, I will let you know all my my i will let you know about all my uh, last last works and things like that, you know? Perfect. We can stay in touch. Uh, hopefully you'll have a great weekend and keep finding sparks and producing those embryos of music. Stay with the faith. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank Thanks you. Bye-bye. So mm, this has been another episode of Easy Jazz Spotlight, brought to you by easyjazz.fm.